Hello and welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. My name is Julia Mida and I'm a life and leadership coach, author and ex-expat partner. In this podcast, I will bring you ideas, inspiration and interviews so you can use this transformational time abroad to create a life that makes you happy and fulfilled. Hello and welcome to the Expat Partner Podcast. This is episode number 19 and my name is Julia Mida. As always, I want you to ease into the podcast, so please close your eyes and take a deep breath. And I'm happy that you are listening. Yeah, today um, I have a shorter episode for you. And it is something um, that I thought might be very valuable for you. So in the German version of episode number 19, I did an interview with an expat partner. Her name is Sonja and she is German. So we did the interview in German and she lives in Seattle right now, uh, near Seattle. And um, she has lots of experience um, with being an expat because she was born um, in England um, because her parents were on an assignment. Then she grew up in um, in another country and um, while she studied in another country and she also went for work for um, as an expat somewhere. And then um, she worked in a big corporation and um, in the HR department and also helped people to move abroad. And she also was an... Um, She had a team lead in this, in this position. So when the assignment for her husband came up and they talked about if they should move to Seattle or not, um, she made this decision very consciously. She thought about all the pros and cons because um, she really had to quit her job. And um, so she didn't take this um, decision lightly and they talked a lot about it. And um, now she's two years into the assignment and we discussed how she sees her whole situation and what she would do differently and what worked and what didn't. And I don't want to retell her story in English because she's the only person who can properly tell it. So I derived seven things that every expert partner should do before and during the expat um, time. And this is uh, what I want to talk about today. And I really hope that you find this valuable. So what are the seven things that every expat partner should do? The first one is take an honest look. We already had this um, last week in um, the interview with Katharina Gera about finances. And this is something that is really, really important because sometimes um, you are so excited to go abroad and to start this adventure and maybe you always wanted to go abroad and now you have the opportunity that you just skip over things, that you don't really take a close look and just hope that it will turn out fine. And this can be a problem later. So um, take an honest look at your situation. Really look at um, what does it mean 
for your job? Do you have to give it up? Can you work there? Um, do you have, will you have a work permit? Will the other company um, or the company of your husband help you with it? Or do you have to do everything yourself? Um, if you're not allowed to work, what will you do then? Um, what about the money? Will you be dependent on your husband? Do you have your own money? Can you work for your own money? Mm, how much salary will you lose? What about coming back? Uh, will you have the same job? Will it be possible to come back? What can you do about it? Can you talk to your boss um, that uh, you will get your contract back once you are moving back from this from this expat time? Mm, what will you do if you stay at home? Will you have kids during that time? Or um, yeah, will you spend more time with the kids? Will the kids go to school or to daycare or not? Do you really want that? And also, what does it mean for your relationship? Um, what, is your, what does your partner think? What is your identity in the relationship? Um, were you always the one who worked? Is this really important for you? How does this whole change of the situation affect your relationship? Where might be hurdles and what might be good? So really take an assessment of all the areas of your life. Um, sometimes also values are affected. For example, um, if you are really environmentally conscious and you try to live a green life and you go to a country where it's not so environmentally friendly you might have a real problem with it or that you can't take your bike anymore to go somewhere and you have to drive with a car or you don't have a car anymore um, and you always have um, you have to have a driver or um, for example you have to hire a nanny or a maid um, how does it feel do you really want that I know that you will not have answers to everything, but just take a look at all the areas of your life and try to find as many answers as possible. Really find out what might be going on and what might happen. And I know it's it's hard sometimes to think about it, um, but it's really good if you if you really take an honest look because we often just cross our fingers and hope that everything will go well. I certainly did. I didn't think about most of the things. And this wasn't good in the end. I mean, um, it turned out fine, but it could have been that there were so many problems. And um, so I'm, if I had to go again, I would look at all the things, even though it might hurt. And I might not want the answers. But if you have an answer then you can take action and plan around it or find alternative ways to deal with it and come up with ideas. If you don't take a look, you can't come up with ideas at all. So the number one thing that every expert partner should do is take an honest look. The second thing that every expert partner should do is communicate clearly with your spouse. You are in this together. This is the reason, your relationship is the reason why you are an expat partner. You're not the expat yourself, you are an expat partner. And so you have to communicate with your spouse because you're in this as a team, as a couple. 
And if you don't talk to your partner, things might go south faster than you might, might expect it. So you really have to talk and plan conversations, sit down and um, yeah, have those tough conversations as well and share all the things that you came up um, under number one when you took an honest look and um, share this with your spouse. Maybe you can even look at most of the things under number one together and uh, because it always helps that another person looks at it as well. But stand in for yourself. Take a look for yourself and then discuss it with your spouse. And clearly communicate your needs, your worries, your feelings. Don't expect your partner to know all of this. He might and he might not. It's very likely that he doesn't know. But as you are in a relationship, he should want to know. Because this is important. When you live abroad together, you are um, an even closer unit. And you have to be even more a team than you maybe you were at home. And you will get closer as a family or just as a couple when you live abroad and you talk and communicate openly also about the not so good things and the things that you you worry about and that you're afraid of and that you don't like for example that you have to give up your job or that you're only a stay-at-home mom but your partner has to know because you are also supporting him by going abroad with him so um yeah give him the chance to to see all of this and to handle this And often, um, husbands and men tend to come up with solutions. So if you are able to, in some cases, tone down your emotions and just listen to the solutions, you might get some new ideas and solutions for all the things that you came up with under um, thing number one that you need to do when you took an, an honest look. And you also don't need to expect him to have all the answers. Maybe he's also clueless. Maybe, um, yeah, you don't have an answer together, even if you talk. But that's okay, as long as you communicate. This is really important. And take your time for this. Really sit down, schedule some time into your calendars. If you have kids and um, they need your attention, even get a babysitter for this. Those are important discussions. And you need to take them um, together and you need to have those um, make those decisions together because it's really not good if one person makes the decisions and the other one just follows you have to do this together you are in this together so talk and communicate openly also the not the good good things and really stay with yourself um, tell him about your worries and your needs Uh, but not in a way that you are really pressuring him, but really just saying, okay, I think this and this might happen. I'm afraid. Um, I don't know what to do. This helps a lot and makes it a lot easier for you to get through this time together. And if you have the feeling that this is not working, then also be honest with yourself. Go back to step number one. And be honest if you really want to do this. 
because it's there's nothing worse than sitting abroad and feeling that your relationship is um yeah it's not working anymore and you have to do something about it so um be honest with yourself if you really want to do this and if you're already in it and you feel like you can't get through and it's not working you can also um get help and um there are um relationship coaches um or normal coaches you can also go there just as one person of course it helps if two of them go or you can also go into um couples therapy or consulting that's also okay um so if you feel like you can't handle this alone and it's not really going well um think about if you can um get some help it never hurts so this was thing number two that you should do communicate clearly with your spouse so thing number three that you should do is make plans um of course there are people who are more of the adventurous type and they love to just go and just let life happen and um yeah just see what happens but um for most people planning gives security And I know that there are some things that you can't plan, but try to plan as much as possible because this will give you security. It will give you stability. You will have the feeling that you do something. And even if the plans never work out like they, they do, at least you have something um, to give you, to, to strengthen you in the moment um, you plan. Try to be very precise um, so go into the details and not just make overall wide plans, but really go into the nitty gritty details. Um, even if it's not your thing, it really helps to give the, to, to give you the feeling that you are in charge and that you're doing something. And there are so many checklists and things that you can find online um, to help you through this planning time and, and to make it better. So um, go out and find them and just, yeah, plan your expat time. And one thing that I want you um, to keep in mind is that you can also plan in um, special moments or good moments. Not only the things that, you know, like uh, which school should the kids go to or what kind of car should I drive or stuff like this, but also plan in um very nice moments there will be things um, your first vacation together in this new country or the first time you go to a restaurant or um, when you move into your new house all of those things or your first 100 days there plan beautiful things and memorable moments just for this uh, yeah f for those special moments um so It might feel like a little bit unromantic if you do that, that you um, plan those special moments. But it really helps to look forward to them and also to, yeah, to, to feel the excitement and to not only make plans that, that are very um, structural and very, yeah, they are not very exciting, to be honest, to plan a move or to plan... Um, the schools but if you plan um, a nice little welcome party just for your little family 
or the first you know, if you plan a picnic um, in your living room um, when you just moved in this is something really nice that you can look forward to and this in German we call it Vorfreude which is um, you're excited about something that is to come you're already happy about it this is the most important kind of joy because it lasts so long and you're excited and you see this moment coming and it's um, yeah, this is even better than the moment itself to have something to, um, yeah, to already look forward to and have to feel joy about it. So think about, um, yeah, just wonderful moments that you can plan ahead. Just a little tip from my side um, that you not only plan the, the heavy structural logistical stuff, but really something beautiful for you and your family. So this was thing number three that you should do, make plans. Thing number four is be flexible with your plans. Because you know the John Lennon quote, um, life is what happens while you're busy making plans. You know that every time you plan something, it might change. And um, it's very rare that a plan um is executed accordingly um, as you planned it. But um, that's the good thing about life. And just prepare for it, that um, your plans will change. Maybe you come there um, to your new country and you expected to have a three-month time period to settle in and then you, and then you start working. And once you're there, you feel like, oh, the kids need a lot more attention than I thought and they need help to settle in and um, yeah then you just do this and it's okay as well don't stick to your plans and hold on to them just because because just because is the worst thing that you can do be flexible go with the flow try to enjoy life and just yeah relax everything is okay Everything that you do is fine. So you made the plans in the beginning to have security. And of course, then you can feel like, oh, it's not going according to plan. So I'm, I feel insecure now. No, it's okay. You can make new plans according to the new situation. And being flexible always helps to, yeah, to live life to the fullest. And maybe you even come across new special moments that you didn't think about. And then you can make new plans for them. And they are even better than before because you are now living in this country and uh, you know now what you can do and you can make this special moment even better. So try to see the good things in being flexible and just be very open to changing your plans. It helps a lot. So this was thing number four that you can do um, or that you should do as an expert partner. And this is be flexible with your plans. Thing number five that you should do is find out what you really want. And I know that this is a lot easier said than done. But it's really important and close to my heart that you find out what you really want. And by finding out what you want, I mean for that time. What do you want to get out of it? At the end, when you're back in your home country, 
and your expert time is in the past. How do you want to feel? What do you want to look back on? What is it that you want to have new in your life? And you can plan this and you should know what you want. Because if you don't, it's you are very aimless. You are just drifting through this time and you're picking up things here and there. But it's, yeah, it's not, um, you can't maximize your, your experience. And this is what you should do. So find something that brings you joy or personal growth. Maybe you pick up a new hobby or um, you have um, a work experience in another country or you're perfect your language skills or maybe you study something to develop um, your career skills further or just as a person or you develop a new identity. Just pick something and make plans for it. Here we have it again. Make plans And also, just find out what you want. Maybe you're not free to do everything that you want, but you are a lot more free than you might think. And you are in this together with your partner and the role of your partner is very clear. He is there to work. But what about you? What do you want? How do you want to feel? when you are back. And what's really important is find something that you want, not that something wants for you. And I know that most people have no idea what they want. This is very normal in my coaching practice. And this is why people come to me to find out what they want. And it's so hard because we are so busy in our lives and our everyday lives. And there are so many things that we should do and um, that other people expect us to do that we have no idea what we really want. And now we have this time of two, three, four, five years and it's in front of us. And what do we want to do with it? I mean, it's, it's your playground. You can do a lot of things, but find out something that you really want. And that you profit from. Because you are giving up a lot of things. You're very supportive for your partner that you accompany him abroad. You have the right to grow as a person as well during that time. And to do something for yourself. So find out what it is. Um, There are different ways to do that. Um, And yeah, for example with coaching or with courses or with just spending time with yourself going into your past and looking at what you always wanted to do there are so many tools and exercises Um, and if you go through my the stuff that I post on my blog or my courses or um, also in the expert partner podcast you will find ideas how to do that Um, so please go out And find out what you really want. Connect with yourself. And then do this. Just enjoy this time. And use this time well. So this is point number five. (laughs) It's find out what you really want. And now we come to point number six. Which is give yourself time. 
And I know that you want it all and that you want it now, but be patient. It's very easy to um, plan to fast or on a too tight schedule because um, maybe you're planning that you go back to work after three months, but maybe it's really not possible because there's so much change and so much to do and to really settle in. And you are changing as a person. Your spouse is changing as a person. It takes time. It doesn't go from one day to another. So um, if you are moving too fast and if you put too much pressure on it, you will, um, yeah, you will burn out at some point and you will, all those negative feelings will come up. And this is really not good. So try to relax. It will take more time than you think. And that's okay. It's really okay. It happens to everybody. And maybe you will be surprised that you already spent two years in that other country and in one year you're going back and what have you done until now? But still, you have one more year. So relax. It's okay. But be prepared to give yourself more time than you think. And now we're coming to thing number seven that you should do as an expert partner. And this is be ready to grow personally. Even though you might not want it, you will change. This is normal. Even if you stayed in your home country in three years time, you will change. You will not stay the same. And most expert partners, they don't want to change because they want to go back into their old life and they want everything to be fine and nice. But you will change and you will grow as a person. You will do it anyway. So my tip is that you really do it consciously. Grow as a person consciously and direct it a little bit. I know that there are some things that you can't plan for or direct, um, but you can at least um, be very conscious about it and plan in some time. Coming back to thing number six that you should do. <laughs> um, so plan in time for yourself and for personal growth. This can be, for example, in um, meditation or journaling or taking courses, uh, doing online courses, doing um, coaching or just being with yourself a lot while going for walks every day. Mm, whatever it is, take your time, factor this in, think about it, how you want to grow as a person, reflect on it, really think about it, feel through it and do it with joy. Enjoy this process. You are giving an opportunity that not many people get. As I said, it's like a playground. You can take this and just play with it and enjoy it. And you will change as a person. So do it consciously. And yeah, ease into the process. It's so much fun. And it's really so much more fun if you look back on that time and you think, oh, this is what happened. And this is who I am now. And I like the person that I changed into. 
because I did it consciously and I did this seminar and I decided that I would go there on my own and I did it and it helped me so much, maybe in a different way than I thought, but it did. Because then you help yourself. It's a form of self-care and it's so much fun. So my question here is for you, how can you do this? How can you really um, plan your personal growth in a way that you like it? That's very important. You should like it. So as you can see, all those seven things um, kind of also um, work together. And um, yeah, you can't do one thing without the other. And giving yourself more time also helps with personal growth and so on. So here are the seven things that you should do as an expert partner when you move abroad um, or you live abroad. So first, take an honest look. Second, communicate clearly with your spouse. Third, make plans. Fourth, be flexible with your plans. Five, find out, find out what you really want. Six, give yourself time. And seven, be ready to grow personally. And I know that this is a lot. And of course, it's not a shorter episode than I expected it to be, but it's uh, actually a longer one. Um, but this is really important that you take a look at all of these aspects, aspects of your life when you move abroad and you live abroad as an expert partner. And yeah, I really hope that this helps you, even when you are maybe already um, close to moving back to your home country. And if you have any questions about it, or if you have feedback for me, or um, if you just want to let me know where you are in this world, just write me an email to podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de or find me on Facebook or Instagram. I would be very happy to connect with you there. Yeah, and if you want to become a member of my expert partner circle, just um, find the link in the show notes and um, this is a newsletter and a community of expert partners that I invite you to join because I'm always um, giving in coaching exercises and more information um, and I also want to connect expert partners there so I hope you join us and um, yeah I hope you have a wonderful week and hear you next time bye This was the Expert Partner Podcast with Julia Mida. Thank you for listening. If you want more information on how you can create your dream life, please visit my website. You will find it under www.dreamfinder-coaching.com. There you will find all information and links for this and other episodes. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram, and I would love to connect with you there. If you have questions or feedback for me, or if you have any idea for a topic that I can cover for you in this podcast, please email me under podcast at dreamfinder-coaching.de. I wish you a wonderful day and please enjoy your life.